WrestleMania 3 at the Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. It's going to be called down the middle, 50-50. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. I heard you laugh. I heard you get off on it, brother. In their business life and in their private life. Hello and welcome back to the Yes Talk Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am your host as always, Dustin Kaufman. I'm coming to you live right here from Kansas City as always. And I want to first, I want to start off and say congratulations to the Kansas City Royals. You're doing great in the World Series. It's just so, it's so cool to have your hometown team in, in like the World Series, in the championship of anything. Just that hometown support, the energy. But we're not here to talk about baseball. Well, we're not going to talk. We're here to talk about pro wrestling. I want to say thanks for listening. If you're listening, hey, you may have found me on Twitter. Go to Twitter. If not, subscribe. Follow me on Twitter. Just follow me on Twitter. I'll probably follow you back. Uh, also, you're, thanks for listening on Trending Topics Network. And you can find me on iTunes. Please go to iTunes. Rate. Subscribe, review, subscribe, rate, review. Five stars and kind words go a long way. So, all right. Again, if you're listening, hey, maybe you're in your car. Maybe you're at home. Maybe you're on your way to a live WWE event. And if that's the case, if you're going to see some WWE live this weekend, you're in for a treat. You're in for a treat. Uh, Friday, Friday, October 30th, NXT. In Gainesville, Florida, advertised Bailey, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and the newest addition to the WWE roster, Prince Pretty, Tyler Breeze. How about that? You go to NXT, you get some main roster. But I mean, it's all main. I mean, with Finn Balor, with Samoa Joe, I mean, it's like the main roster. It's it's incredible. Those shows are so good. The wrestling is so good. Uh, so October thirty first. WWE comes out to Billings, Montana. I've been there. I've done stand-up comedy in that town. It's a great town. I love that town. Uh, I love Montana. Why? Because I love huckleberries. I love huckleberries. Most of you are going, what's a huckleberry? Those of you in Billings, Montana are like, or in Montana, like, yeah, huckleberries. They're they're little berries. They They grow along the river. Bears like them. They're delicious. You can make anything with them. They have stores dedicated to it. They make syrup and honey and uh, pie, huckleberry pie, huckleberry milkshake. I, I can sum up Montana like this. You stop at a truck, you stop at a gas station, and connected is a truck stop with a giant sign that says Buffalo Burgers and Huckleberry Shakes. And you go, well, it looks like we're taking an extended gas break because who doesn't want a huckleberry shake and a buffalo burger in the middle of driving across Montana? Ah, it's such a beautiful area there. Oh, and November 1st, Casper, Wyoming. Also Wyoming, very beautiful place. Here, uh, It's not Casper, but I actually, uh, when I was a younger lad, I worked out at Yellowstone National Park. I like Wyoming is extremely beautiful extremely beautiful so and if you're going out to see wwe this weekend you can expect to see some pretty big names you got roman reigns bray wyatt dean ambrose charlotte flair sasha banks dolph ziggler sheamus and once again once again prince pretty tyler breeze 
That's just who's being advertised. That means Tyler Breeze is going to do an NXT show in Gainesville, Florida, Friday, hopping on a plane to go to Billings, Montana to do the WWE house show on Saturday. On Saturday. He's flying on Halloween for you. And then you can find Pr Prince Pretty uh, in Casper, Wyoming as well, November 1st. Um, all right, well, we got uh, a lot to talk with you. Hey, have a great show. Let me know how the shows were. Let me know. Send pictures. Tweet me pictures at the Yes Talk. Let me know you had fun. Uh, I, I, I like to know. I like to know. Um, we got, we're going to talk about a lot. We got a lot to talk about tonight on the show. We're going to talk about Ronda Rousey, Alberto Del Rio, uh, WWE's latest and newest expansion. That's fun. Uh, we're going to go over the SmackDown Halloween special a little bit. We're going to take an early look at Survivor Series 2015. Plus, we're going to talk about who the next number one contenders should be for the United States and Intercontinental title. But first, but first, I want to do a new segment called off tv for a while it's not really so much a, a segment as it is we just have a bunch of people off tv for a while and i just wanted to go over those all at the same time you know so uh so first uh if you noticed los matadores haven't been on tv for a while um wwe is still planning on repackaging los matadores um they have been told they are being kept off tv for a while with the idea that fans you ready fans will forget the Los Matadores gimmick. Um, I promise you, no matter how long you keep them off TV, I will never forget the Los Matadores gimmick. It was horrible. The best thing you could do for them is to just freshen them up, take the gimmick off of them, let them come out and redeem themselves. Uh, no matter how long you leave them off TV, they're going to get some heckles from the fans. They're going to get some Los Matadores in fun. But you have to let the fans get past that. You have to let these two guys go out there and show them why they need to get past that. And they will. They have the in-ring ability. They have the character, the natural character and personality to let fans forget Los Matadores, at least to stop chanting Los Matadores. Um, no word uh, yet on their next gimmick. Hopefully it's not too much of a gimmick. Hopefully it's not too much of a gimmick. Randy Orton's uh, off TV. If you noticed, Randy Orton in is injured. Randy Orton injured his shoulder taking out the trash. Okay? Uh, it, that's, uh, I mean, that's room, but it's several, several, several places or say. So, I mean, you hurt your shoulder taking out the trash. You already had problems. Let's just hope he got glad, not mad with Gladlocks. You know what? I think we missed out on something. The Duke the Dumpster Drossy, speaking of gimmicks, Duke the Dumpster Drossy should have had a finisher called the Gladlock. Am I right? The Gladlock? All right. Anyways, John Cena's off TV. That was expected. Uh, he's off doing Celebrity Apprentice, but they really just... I was expecting him to maybe like put him on the shelf. They had a perfect opportunity with Del Rio. He could have just gone out after the match. He could have just gone back to the ring after he won the belt. Just gone back, put him in an arm bar, wrote him off, write him off TV. Why, why they could have wrote him, written him off. I mean, what, they, he just 
loses and then goes away. Storyline, he's sad, crying. Oh, I lost my title. I lost it to Del Rio. I can't show my face until I'm done filming a celebrity apprentice. I just think it was a little lazy. They could have, I mean, okay, especially if you're going to be pushing Del Rio as a heel, which it clearly appears that's the case. It clearly appears that they're going to be pushing Del Rio as the heel. Um, I mean, it's just a little lazy. And lastly, uh, so, okay, no, I'm going to bring this up now. Okay, so on SmackDown, the the whole Mex-America thing, the Mex-America, is that the Mex-America? It's ridiculous. I don't even know what it is. So they have a ha- a flag cut like in the middle, half American flag, half the Mexican flag, and uh, so now he's gonna do this flag gimmick, which we just got done with a flag gimmick. If you remember with Rusev, I mean, it's just like okay, we we've seen the flag gimmick, but he's, that's how they're gonna push him as a heel, because he's literally altered the American flag, and people are like, oh wait, I like you, but did you cut the flag in half? I mean, I like Mexico. I like Mexicans. I like that American flag. I like all of them. They're I like flags. I don't. I mean, they can stand next to each other. Why can't they just have two flags? Is that? I mean, you're gonna cut it. I don't know. We don't need two. Fl- okay. So, uh, and so speaking of Rusev, uh, Rusev is injured again. That's right. Off TV, Rusev sustained uh, a, a bicep injury. Uh, uh, I guess a bicep tendon rupture uh, during his match with Neville on main event during the main event taping Tuesday night. I didn't even know main event was still on TV, but apparently they're taping it. Uh, WD, um, WWE.com, uh, they, they did confirm the match was called due to the injury and the former United States champion recovery time is currently uh, said to be about three to four weeks. God, this is Rusev's second injury in a very short period of time. He just got hurt in the middle of his last feud. He hasn't even made it to another feud yet. And he's on the shelf again. He did play that broken foot well, though. It, he used it to his advantage. When it happened, when he was in the feud with Ziggler and Lana and Summer Rae, seeing Rusev walking out disgruntled, heartbroken, hobbling on a crutch with a cast on his foot, screaming at Lana and Dolph, near tears, demanding things out of summer it helped him sell that dingy broken man and that feud was doomed from the beginning that whole feud was doomed and it got doomed with injuries you so rusev hurt his foot prolonged it wwe refused to cancel it ziggler disappeared for tv for a while and he got he got hurt for a minute. So he left TV for a while. They continued the feud. They re, WWE refuses to let it go. They just extend it out. All right. And then they keep going. And then Lana gets injured. Then she hurts her wrist. They continue anyways. They're like, we don't need any of you for this story to work. We're just none of you really matter. We're just gonna push this story no matter what. And they, uh, and then finally, luckily, Rusev 
and Lana announced their their real life engagement, their shoot engagement to spend their lives with one another. And Vince McMahon felt that it broke the continuity of this. Like, um, like we thought it was real. Is there anybody who was watching that feud who thought that's real? This is real. Who thought it wasn't a story? If there is anybody watching that who thought it wasn't a story, you should stop watching. It. The idea that that. I don't. Ugh. All right. Uh, moving on. UFC bantamweight champion Ronda Rousey announced she would like to add a WWE title to her accolades at some point. Uh, she uh, is going to have to go through the current Divas champion Charlotte to get there, though. Rousey talked about her uh, long-term pursuit uh, and to be considered one of the greatest UFC fighters of all time while also looking to add championships from boxing, jiu-jitsu, and even professional wrestling. Uh, and she said that when uh, speaking to the media on Tuesday. She said, what I would love to do is uh, I got Olympic medal. I want to retire from MMA as one of the greatest of all time. I would love to have the chance to be the boxing world champion. And I would love to have the chance to be jiu-jitsu world champion. I'd love to have the chance to be the divas world champion and just be the best of everything at one point. Um. Charlotte Flair responded, and Charlotte Flair did respond. She On Twitter, she tweeted out, at, at Ronda Rousey, come get it anytime, anywhere. Ooh, no, you didn't. No, you, Charlotte, no, you didn't. Let me just say this. Woo! Woo! Oh, man. that's That's got heat. Is that better than Stephanie McMahon? Is that better than Ronda Rousey just and Stephanie at WrestleMania in a crazy feud? I mean, Stephanie's been known to be brutal in the ring, but that's a whole it's not believable. I mean, this would really sell your talent. I mean, let's say Ronda only signed a one time deal, one match, bring her in. Could you imagine Charlotte Flair getting Ronda Rousey to tap out in a figure eight? What? What? Ah, oh, talk about putting over your talent. I think Ronda would do it too. I do. I think Ronda would. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but if she's only there for a one-time thing, if you're going to win, if you want to put her over, put her against Stephanie. Or if you want to put her in a good match, put your talent over. Man. I mean, is anything more than 30 seconds believable, though? I mean, how long does this lady... I mean... Her matches are so fast. Tap outs, knockout. I mean, she's the best in the world. She's probably the most dangerous person in the world. In in an octagon. In a ring. I mean, she's the most dangerous person in the world. She ends matches. She ends fights quick. So is anything believable? Who can you have? Is Charlotte versus Ronda Rouse, is that even believable? It is Charlotte Flair. She might have to bring back the Flair. She might have to. She's going to fight Ronda, and she's going to do it with Flair. Woo! Woo! All right. Um, 
WWE stock stocks were down. Uh, hey, you know what? I want to say, if you're a fan, WWE stock, buy a, buy a stock, buy a share, one share. That's all I'm saying. Buy a share. And then when you don't like something going on with the product, you can call them up. You call them on the phone. And you say, hi, as a current shareholder, I feel we should go this way. And just, you know, one share. They're less than $20 right now. One share. Um, so uh, Wall Street did not react well to WWE's third quarter earnings report as WWE stock was down uh, today, 12.83%, closing at $17.39 a share. Today's high was $18.98. The low was $17.21. I bought a, f- no, I don't have a lot. I bought a few shares when the day Vince McMahon lost his billionaire status. They're like, Vince McMahon lost his billionaire status. I think it was right after WrestleMania last year. He lost his, it went down from like $30 a share to like $10 a share, $11, something like that. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll buy 10 or 11 of these things. I've been, I've been watching long enough. I'm going to buy me a few shares. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did that. All right. Um, however, WWE executive, uh, they do have plans in the future. They've been spending their money. Uh, their money, the earnings were low. Okay, so it looks. But really, WWE's putting their money elsewhere. Um, WWE executive George uh, Barrios said the company is excited about their future plans with Tapout, uh, with the Tapout brand. Um, but they didn't really give any details on what's in store. But it turns out WWE is making very significant financial investments into the former MMA apparel brand. The idea is to bring Tap Out to the front of the pack as a fitness brand that's not just partnered with WWE, but brings WWE a new source of revenue. Okay, so WWE is actually planning on launching Tap Out Fitness Centers. And this is uh, some of this is from WW, uh, WrestlingInc.com. This particular is what I'm reading right now. WWE is planning on launching tab out fitness centers all across the United States. Locations include Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Phoenix, Portland, Brooklyn, Houston, um, incl- and other markets like Oakland, New Jersey, um, all across the country. So WWE plans to integrate the superstars and divas into the centers near where their homes are while they're off the road. Like Ryback lives in las vegas he'll be appearing occasionally at the local tap out facility in las vegas and it'll be like this all over the country and their superstars won't just be showing up to do signings to attract memberships they're expected to do to help teach classes to inspire people and there's no date yet on when wwe plans to uh put this into effect but i think it's a really cool idea I really do. I think it's a, I mean, they're known for fitness. I mean, these guys are in shape. Some of the best athletes. I mean, these guys are in shape. I think it's a really good idea. For one, I think investors will like it. I think investors will like, because uh, it's just, okay, like, yes, we have this wrestling show. We, are, we have a TV show and pay-per-views. We have our own network, merchandise, TV, belts, collector figure, action figures, uh, ice cream bars, we have everything. Now we have a uh, tap out and we have fitness centers. We have gyms and we have a, a chain of fitness centers that our superstars appear at. Oh, it's great. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. Investors are like it. And I think maybe it will inspire some of their viewers to get a gym membership, which God knows some of their members need to get a gym membership. Hey, myself included. 
uh, it's a good chance to get healthy and fun and enjoy. I mean, you know, uh, so why not go work out? I mean, maybe you'll see one of your favorite superstars and get healthy. I mean, what's more inspired? What would be cooler than going to work out with some WWE superstars? Maybe they show up this time. Maybe they don't. But, I mean, really, if you're a fan, then you kind of know their schedule. They work Monday, Tuesdays. They work Friday, Saturdays, sometimes Sundays. You know, so then you go work out Wednesday, Thursday. You're probably a good chance you're going to see them. There's a good chance you'll see them on a Wednesday or Thursday at the gym. Because those are their days off the road. Um, all right. So that's exciting. Uh, moving on. Um, okay. Uh, one, of, one, of, one of the fans of the Yes Talk, Money Money Montez, uh, hit me up at Facebook, and you can too, uh, at, with the Facebook again, at the Face Talk again. Subscribe. Uh, follow me on Facebook. Subscribe, follow on Twitter. That'd be great. Just simple at the Yes Talk. At the Yes Talk. It's very simple. It's So Money Money Montez said, um, what's up with Del Rio and Coulter? Is he face or heel? All right. Okay. Heel. All right. Plant heel. He is heel. At first, there was lots of excitement. People were happy he was back, but definitely heel. Okay. Uh, Alberto. Here's, okay. Let me talk, let me talk, let's, let's talk about Del Rio for a second. First. First. His contract is reportedly was for $1,450,000. And that's guaranteed. And that doesn't include merchandise or bonuses. Plus, he's getting a reduced schedule. I mean, it's not going to be like we're Brock Lesnar, but he's getting a reduced schedule. Um, and it said $1,450,000. It's like a $1.45 million. It's one and a half million dollars. All right. Um, and WWE is said to have offered him this type of deal um, because they felt they were desperate for a Hispanic star. Really? I just think it's weird that they feel it. like, uh, I mean, okay. Especially when they have, I mean, okay, you, Kalisto, you, I mean, the Lucha Dragons together are really fun. I'm excited to see their push. But that guy playing Sin Cara, that gentleman wearing the Sin Cara mask is a great talent. Kalisto was, could be way over. I mean, I'm, I know that's, okay, I feel there's more than just them. And, yes, they probably do. And they, But they're like, oh, we need to, I mean, so what, you're just to attract to the, maybe they felt it, maybe their tour down to Mexico, they were like, man, we're hurting for Hispanic superstars right now. Um, my kid, my, my kid's half Mexican. He's half Mexican, half Jewish. I call him my, my little jalapeno matzo ball. How about that? What? All right. Apparently Del Rio wanted to keep his WWE return a secret while also maintaining a good relationship with AAA. Reportedly, he finalized a deal with WWE this past weekend. Uh, it was last weekend and didn't tell AAA. Uh, so, um, so that nothing would get out about him returning. Um, he wanted to keep it a secret, so he waited uh, and to tell AAA until like October 24th, sometime between October 24th and 25th, which was the day of Hell in the Cell. Because um, Del Rio is still the AAA mega champion. Um, 
and there's no way they can match the offer. Del Rio wanted to keep good relations with AAA, um, you know, you know, but still return to WWE and, and keep the secret. So he just waited to tell. Uh, he just waited to tell AAA. Um, Del Rio uh, claimed that the it was the it was, the deal was just put together and finalized, giving the impression he would finish his scheduled dates with AAA. Uh, and they were disappointed, but it appears there's no hard feelings. That's good. Del Rio reportedly pushed for WWE to allow him to finish his scheduled dates. So he's still going to be wrestling back and forth. He's going to be doing like what Samoa Joe did there for a minute. He's like, I'll come there. Okay. All right. Fine. I'll start. I'll be there. But you got to let me do this too. Wait, and this is, we're just seeing more and more of that. It's, it's great. Um, so, yeah, he may not be at. He, I know he was scheduled Monday. I know he's scheduled Monday with AAA, but he's also, uh, so he may not be on Raw. I'm not sure. He may or may not be on Raw. If he's not on Raw, it's because he had uh, he had already agreed to some dates for AAA, and he wants to keep his commitment. Um, it's just like, okay, if you're not going to be on, why? It, okay, I get he, why you would want Alberto Del Rio back on the main roster. Okay, I get it. I get why you would want Alberto Del Rio back on the main roster. He's a great talent. He doesn't need a mouthpiece either. He does not need Zeb Coulter in his in his four wheeler talking for him, unless they just really want him to be heel again, which is silly. I don't. He does make a great heel. Alberto Del Rio is a great heel. He really is. Um, it's not a horrible idea to have him as a heel right now. It's not the best way to get somebody over is to get people to hate them. So we can get, you know, and if nobody really wants this uh, Del Rio, Zeb Coulter thing, if people don't want that, then they're going to get irritated. And just the longer it goes, the more they're going to be like, please in this, please in this, please in And so as soon as Del Rio decides to, like, you know, kick, Zeb Coulter in the face right off his four-wheeler, people are going to be really excited. They're going to cheer, and then he'll be really popular again. So, I mean, otherwise, it, maybe it'll feel forced. You know, like they're, like, they're not saying, hey, we expect you to love him, and, you know, he's going to be the most popular thing ever. They're like, hey, boo him. Boo him for a while. It's okay. He's a great heel. It's okay. He is a great heel. But if he's not 100% committed, 100% there yet, why put the belt on him right away? He's Del Rio. Does he need that to get Oh, I mean, it's just, I don't, and you know, just, and I, don't, I feel, I just feel like we just got out of this with, I feel like we just got out of like a, a, a like a, a foreigner, a foreign tight U.S. title holder playing the, oh, it's not the United States title. It's this and yada, yada. And it's, I just, I don't know. I just want to see the United States Open Challenge, plain and simple. It's it's really simple. It's ABC, man. It's you don't have to over don't overthink this. Whoever has that U.S. title, just do the go do the U.S. Open Challenge. Just go defend it every week, okay? Don't rely on John Cena for that piece of greatness. I mean, don't. It's it's the title. It's what's helped the title maintain such a high standard. I feel. Just because it's off of John Cena doesn't mean that that has to stop. So please, let's not stop the United States Open Challenge. Um, 
Some of you may have noticed the Dudley boys are back uh, on the roster, which uh, has been going on for a little bit. And some of you also may have noticed the way they've been used lately. Uh, losing match after match after title match after title match after title match. Six-man tag. So uh, apparently WWE is quickly phasing them down um, from top program in the tag team division because Jey Uso is ready to return from his shoulder injury. Uh, according to the latest issue of Wrestling Observer, the, the Wrestling Observer newsletter, the Usos are expected back on WWE television soon and are likely ready to be groomed for the top babyface tag team spot against the New Day. So if anybody's been at home going, man, I can't wait to see the Usos versus the New Day, it's going to happen. Usos have been out of action since WrestleMania. Uh, they have been back training together in the ring at the WWE Performance Center in or lovely Orlando, Florida. So I'm excited to see him back. I would have liked to see him in that family versus family. I wonder if he if we would have had a healthy USO, if maybe we would have had a little bit different a different side of it. I mean, you got to think they could really darken up that wild Samoan thing that they got going on. I mean, for a, a Wyatt for a feud with uh, teaming with Roman Reigns, it could have been. Could have been pretty good. It could have helped maybe them as a team even changed a little bit, taken a little bit of that. I mean, I know that the appeal, their lightness, they're like kind of lighthearted. The kids love them. They're really popular and over, and that definitely is a lot of the appeal. But, you know, they could always, that little step of evolution, that little step of, hey, we have to take this to the next level to compete on this level with the Wyatts in a feud like this, how dirty and gritty that feud was where Uso, I mean, they where Usos would have had to go to make that believable. Oh yeah. It would have helped them forever. It would, it would have helped them. That experience would have carried with them forever. All right. So, uh, Halloween, the Halloween, uh, SmackDown special. Uh, it was, it was okay. It was, a, we had some good matches, um, at least we, you know, kind of, okay, so that, it started off Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns, which to me, that's a good match. That's exciting. When I saw that happen, I was like, oh, wow, is this really going to, Roman Reigns was trying to cut a promo and then Kevin Owens interrupted and I went, oh my God, are we about to get Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens? Because that's awesome. That excites me a lot. Uh, then we had the tag. Uh, and it, it was fun. It was a fun match. It went on for a little while. Uh, it, and then, you know, Kevin Owens took his belt. He got super punched off the top turnbuckle, fell to the outside of the ring, took his belt and walked away. That's, that's the way he does it. He'll, he'll lose all the time and hardly ever get pinned. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to. I've, I forgot I left the, the oven on in my locker room. I left something on at, at home. I, my, the iron. I have to go turn off the iron. I have to iron my belt or something. My, I, I forgot to dry my gym shorts uh, that I'm wearing right now. Um, they had the tag team of terror, they called it, which was just a fun name for a fatal four-way tag match um, with Lucha Dragons and the ascension and other people 
were in that match as well. And you had the New Day doing commentary, which was really funny. Um, they were making me laugh. They were like doing a mock old sports commentary play by play thing. And it was weird to even have that kind of play by play in WWE because they don't. Here's the thing, like announcers in WWE, everybody, it's no secret that WWE announcer commentators are told not to call, not to do play-by-play, but to just kind of create story and, you know, to talk about the wrestlers and their stories and engage you in the stories rather than the match. So New Day was out calling this play-by-play, but doing it very mockingly, uh, like an an impression of like an old sports radio broadcaster. Um, so it was fun. That was a fun match. We had a trick or treat, uh, trick or treat street fight, which was Dolph Ziggler versus the Miz. The, the ring was lined with jack-o'-lanterns. They had, uh, a giant pail of apples and water, like for bobbing apples. They had, uh, uh, okay. So there was a moment where Dolph Ziggler, this was comical, Dolph Ziggler had a ba- the, the kendo stick, I believe it's bamboo, the kendo stick painted like a big piece of candy corn. Like, oh, that's Halloween. And then Miz picked up his weapon, which turned out to be a plastic lightsaber. And obviously the kendo stick won. Uh, but besides that, there was pumpkins on the head. There was heads and bobs and apples. Uh, there was a cool sp- where... Uh, Miz had the pumpkin on his head. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But then Ziggler super kicked the pumpkin and the pumpkin exploded like on the Miz's head. And he just goes flying. That was a pretty cool spot. I thought the pumpkin, it was pre-cut on the bottom. Like it was pre, pre-planned. pre It wasn't like he smashed the pumpkin on it. Like the pumpkin had been cut for Miz's head. But and I the whole spot, I was like, this is ridiculous. They're bobbing for apples. There is a jack-o'-lantern on the Miz's head. But then that super kick on the pumpkin, I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. I just think if you're going to do a Halloween show, let's get an Inferno match, you know? Why paint the kendo stick to look like candy corn? Why have a lightsaber? I mean, I, okay, it's SmackDown, I guess. But still, it's Halloween. Horror, gore, and blood. Horror, gore, and blood. Horror, gore, and blood. It's Halloween. Halloween, oh, and Hell in the Cell could be so much better. It could be, it should be Halloween themed. I'd like to see the black, two black ropes, top and bottom, with an orange rope in the middle. You know, like, let's really go all out. Let's get some lighting. Let's have some creative matches. I mean, the Hell in the Cell, sure, let's have two of them. What else can we do? What else can we do? I think an Inferno match every Halloween would be awesome. Would that be too much? Would an Inferno match once a year be too much? They're fun when they happen. The idea of them, is that one of those matches where like the idea is better than the match? It's definitely a spectator. It's it's like a spectacle. It's a spectator match. It's like you, you're, you're not going to get the amazing moves, but you're going to get like a lot of fire around the ring. <laughs> and that the way the flames gush up when somebody slam near it. Oh. It's intense. It's intense. Like, ah, oh, this dude could probably set on fire if they mess up. But that's what I want. <laughs> I want one night for Halloween. That's what I want. Like, let's go all out. Uh, we had Paige and Natalia, uh, and then Team Bad came out and took beat up Natalia after the match. Like that. Okay, so 
Paige has defined herself as a heel now. She's definitively, without a shadow of a doubt, a heel. But she had nothing to do with Team Bad taking out Natalia. She was gone, but they just decided they were going to start a feud with one lady, I guess. Uh, Del Rio. We had Alberto Del Rio versus R-Truth, declaring it the Max America title. Again, that's what he so that flag. That's the next, and then the face your fear challenge, which was uh, the Wyatt family minus Bray Wyatt uh, versus Dean Ambrose, Cesaro, and Ryback. Um, this was a fun match. Braun Strowman versus Ryback could happen. That feud could happen. Those are two big, stout, mediocre wrestler. I mean, that's one match where Ryback could probably help Braun Strowman. I, I, he could learn from Ryback. Ryback, you know, they have that similar monster strongman style. Like, I'm not just going to fall because you hit me once. They don't, you know, it's similar. So, yeah, I'd like to see a feud. I think Braun Strowman and Ryback could be a good feud for both of them. Maybe right, it would help the Ryback character. And then, you know, it maybe it'll help Braun Strowman's in-ring skills. Those two would be good. I think that would be a good feud for a while. Let, let's, let's carry that. Let's carry that feud. Braun Strowman versus Ryback. It doesn't have to be a full-fledged Wyatt thing, but we could have Braun Strowman versus Ryback for a while. Why not? Cesaro looked great in the match. You know, Dean Ambrose is always over, but Cesaro was, I mean, literally corner to corner, he was just taking it to the Wyatt family. I mean, just owning them. Owning. It took like almost like a triple threat. Like, he was about to win off Luke Harper. Braun Strowman jumped on the ring apron, distracted him. Cesaro gets turned around. Then he gets popped by Bray from the outside. And uh, then Luke Harper ends it so with a giant, massive clothesline. So, And that was how the Halloween show ended with a successful Wyatt family. The crowd was really into the match. It was fun. You know, they did have the pumpkin on the stage and... The SmackDown sign was orange, so they did go out. And I haven't seen them go out a whole lot for Halloween before. You know, I always felt Hell in the, Sh Hell in the Cell should do that. But I just, you know, can't. Pumpkins on the head and bobbing for apples. It's, oh, okay, I get it. It's fun. It's entertainment. It's corny, candy corny, if you will. Whatever. So, um, all right. Bray Wyatt Undertaker. Let's talk about this. Can we talk about that? Bray Wyatt and The Undertaker. How is this going to play out for Survivor Series? All right. So, I mean, so Survivor Series so far, we know that we're going to have Rollins versus Reigns. And we're going to have Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family somehow involved with Undertaker and Kane. All right. Uh, we're a weekend. Undertaker and Kane have been kidnapped. They've been beaten, drug away, both like a human crucifix on the shoulders and in the hands of the Wyatt family. Carried away. Uh, I don't know how this is going to play out. I mean, you would have to think over the next month this will turn into a Wyatt family versus Brothers of Destruction. We'll get a couple new guys. We'll get a couple guys to team up with Kane and The Undertaker, and it's going to be an incredible match. Who I think, I mean, obviously Dean Ambrose is feuding with them. That could easily be there. Uh, you could put Cesaro in it. Cesaro is incredible against those. 
uh, he's just so much fun. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see Cesaro going after one of those titles at Survivor Series, whether it's the U.S. title or whether it's uh, the Intercontinental title. I, there's nothing wrong with Cesaro versus Kevin Owens. I, I honestly don't think either one of those two are going to be losing their titles very soon. But I would like to see that match happen. Let's start the feud. Let's let it end. Even if it doesn't happen at Survivor Series, let's put a title on Cesaro soon. Let's give him a title soon. Let's give him a title. I mean, ah, if that's the case, I was going to talk about this. I'm kind of jumping ahead, but I'm here. If, if Cesaro is going to get the Intercontinental title, let's not put him in a feud with Kevin Owens yet. Let him just keep having a match on SmackDown or Raw here and there. Maybe do the live shows. But I don't want Kevin Owens. This is why I'm so torn. I don't want Kevin Owens to lose the title yet. <coughs> he just got it. I think he can do wonderful things for the title. I really do. I think he can do a lot for that title. Um, but I want to see Cesaro with it as well. I'm, I want to see Cesaro with it. But I don't want it to be, he just got it off Ryback. This Intercontinental title has taken a beating for a while. I think Kevin Owens is a very respectable choice. He's a great wrestler, great talent, cuts great promos. He's really playing that heel well. He's over when he walks to the ring. He's over when he's in the ring, but he's the, and then he heals out at the end. He just walks away. He does anything he can to stay a heel for the company right now. And it's working for him. He's one of those guys that as soon as he decides to turn face, he's going to be really over. If that happens. I mean, if that, you know, as soon as that significant moment happens it, with Kevin Owens, he's going to be really over. So, all right, so we'll get, all right, we'll go back to this. I'm going to come back to this. I'm sorry. Let's jump ahead a little bit. So the Bray Wyatt. Undertaker, um, here is some food for thought. Baron Corbin and Finn Balor both have been announced for the WWE house shows after Survivor Series. True story. Will Finn Balor debut at Survivor Series 2015? It's where Undertaker debuted. 25 years ago, apparently, because that's the name of the show, the 25th anniversary of The Undertaker. He debuted at Survivor Series 25 years ago. And here's something. Here's something I want you all to know. I remember watching that live. I remember watching that when he walked out. I remember under going, what is this? I remember it. I saw it. So this could be a beautiful platform for Finn, uh, for Finn Balor to, to debut on. Um, and here's something else, okay? NXT, let's look at NXT. Finn is the NXT heavyweight, cha the NXT champion. Um, Apollo Crews was just announced the number one contender just a couple weeks ago with a, a battle royal he won. So Apollo Crews, Finn Balor for the NXT title, and it's happening next week. It's happening this coming Wednesday on NXT, all right? So this is very quick. 
and they're doing it on a regular Wednesday night. Just a regular NXT. Does that seem rushed? Doesn't it seem like they would have like built that a little bit? Maybe put it on um, a, a bigger event? It just seems rushed to me. Is it for a reason? Is Finn going to go ahead and drop the title to Apollo Crews? Make his way up to the main roster for Survivor Series? I don't, I mean, I have no idea. But these are things that, these these are all true things. We're probably going to have the Undertaker and Kane looking for a couple partners for a Survivor Series match against the Wyatts. That's probably going to happen. Finn Balor and Baron Corbin have recently been added. One of those dates, November 28th, is Kansas City. Again, where I'm at, I bought my tickets to that house show before they even went on sale. I bought my tickets. It's at the Sprint Center, November 28th, Kansas City, WWE Holiday Tour. They weren't listed. Baron Corbin and Finn Balor were not listed they were not advertised when I bought my tickets recently. In the past week, past week or so, they were added. They are now being added and advertised for that November 28th, 29th, right after Survivor Series. The week after Survivor Series, Finn is going to be at the WWE house shows. Okay? So, Brothers of Destruction need a partner. Finn Balor has a very rushed title match, defending it on NXT next week, is advertised for WWE house shows the week after Survivor Series. Will Finn Balor debut at Survivor Series? Will he wrestle? Will Finn Balor wrestle with The Undertaker and Kane against the Wyatt family? Only time will tell. I don't have that answer. But I'm doing math and I say it's a pretty good it's looking pretty good. I would love. Oh, my God. OK, and this is what this is why I like it. OK, this is why I like it, because what this does. OK, first of all, you get Finn Balor. We're not going to get Finn Balor versus The Undertaker. We're just not. I don't even think I'd want to see that. Finn Balor is so good and fat and in the ring. He ah, He's so. I just don't want to see Undertaker try to keep up with that. I want to see Finn go, 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 go. So I want weak. Okay, so this puts Finn Balor in a position to team with The Undertaker. Oh, in full, full makeup. We're going full makeup here. We get an Undertaker and a Finn Balor entrance back to back. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you. Okay, so what this does, now it puts Finn Balor and, in a match with The Undertaker and Bray Wyatt at the same time, all right? But yeah, there's like eight guys in the match. But what this can do is this can set up Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt at Undertake uh, at WrestleMania, which I have been screaming for on this show since I started. Since I started, Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt. WrestleMania 32, please. The pieces are right here. They're right here. I'm not saying it's happening. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying look at A, B, C, and D 
and tell me where you think EF and G are going. What is to me? It's Survivor Series. It's WrestleMania. There's a bigger picture happening. Undertaker. If there is going to be one more match, it's gonna. Pro- and it's if it is a last match, it's probably going to be with Kane. It's pro. He, everybody. It's no secret that he wants to work with Kane one more time. That he wants to be in. A, so he now he gets to, and they're both older. You know. I hope Bray. I hope the Wyatt family keeps that freaking Kane mask, and let's get a new one. Maybe this we can get a new uh, look at Kane for his last run, a new demon look. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay if he just came back without the with his shaved head again. I'd be fine with that. I would be fine with that. If we do get Undertaker Kane, would you want to see a corporate Kane in that position, or a demon? I mean, it's Demon Kane. That's what. That's what you're getting, Undertaker's brother. And that's what you're getting. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to see this story play out. I really am. Okay. Um, so, um, also, Survivor Series 2015, we have uh, Seth Rollins defending his title against Roman Reigns. Will Dean Ambrose get involved? Will this turn into a triple threat? Are we going to have the shield in a triple threat for the title at Survivor Series? Personally, I don't think it matters who is in that match. Seth Rollins is walking away with the title. And it's just my, I don't think he's ready to give it up yet. I don't. I don't think he's ready to give it up. Are they hurting the roster by leaving the title on Seth Rollins right now? Are they just eliminating that option? I mean, I with Cesaro, with Ambrose... With Bray, I think Roman Reigns. First off, I think Roman Reigns. I don't. I think it's too soon. It's too soon after Mania. Uh, I mean, they literally had Ambrose bow out his spot and just push Roman Reigns, and just basically sell him. They turned him into a car salesman for Roman Reigns the past several several months, several months. And I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't get it. Dean Ambrose, you should be the face of the company right now. Uh, I mean, he, the biggest face, the most over guy he probably is. Um, people just love him. So I don't know who. So, all right. And then that's that's another one. You just it's We could just have the one on one Survivor Series is a big. That's one of the big four. I mean, you got. Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Those are the big four. Those are the big four. They're, they're, they're the OGs, if you will. The originals. Those are the big four. Uh, it seems like they could be really planning big for this. I hope they are. This seems like it could be a pretty good event. I don't know. Ex- I'm not even. I know we have Rollins versus Reigns. I don't know if that's all that match is going to be. They haven't even announced what's going on with Undertaker and Wyatt, but we know it's something. We we know it's something. Uh, that's. I'm excited. I'm excited for. There's a lot of new. We're getting a lot of new now. Hell in the Cell was like a cleansing. It's like okay, this is the last of a lot of stories. We're just gonna end a lot of stories right now. Moving forward, we are now. Essentially, we've probably started a small. The road to the road. We've all right. This is the road to the road to WrestleMania. They pretty much wiped the slate clean. And now they know WrestleMania is a short ways away. They need to pick it up. 
Raw ratings have been down. Viewership has been down. They need to pick it up. The stocks are down. Fans are unhappy. The stories are garbage. Titles aren't meaning much except for that U.S. title. I mean, it's just they have some cleanup to do if they want to sell over 100,000 over 100, seats for WrestleMania six months away. It's only six months away. That's not a long ways away. That's only six months. When you're sitting here in mid-October and fans are going, these stories are crap, the title doesn't mean anything, they're burying the champion, what are they doing, ratings are down, you have to stop and go, okay, we need to sell over 100,000 seats in six months, plus we're hoping for over a million at-home viewers. Okay, so that's a lot of people they want to watch. That's, that's a lot of TVs turned on. That's a lot of network subscriptions. I'm sure they're hoping for probably 1.5, maybe 2 million at home viewers. You know, plus your 100,000 live. It's, in, it's insane. It's insane. And so, yeah, they took a second and they said, we need to wipe the slate clean. We need to put some things together. So what is it? What's the next step? What's the next step for the Intercontinental title? What's the next step for the Mex-American title? Who's next in line? Is Cesaro? It's not going to be Ziggler. He's feuding with Tyler Breeze, Prince Pretty. I, which You know what? For an intro feud for Tyler Breeze, that seems pretty appropriate. Hey, I said pretty. Like, that's Prince Pretty appropriate. Okay, that's... I didn't mean to do that, but I did it. Um... So I don't know. I don't know. Neville, I think Neville would be a wonderful opponent with Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental title. I would love to see Neville versus Kevin Owens. Here's another thing. Are we getting Daniel Bryan soon? Are we going to get Daniel Bryan back? What happens? What happens when Daniel Bryan comes back? Does he go right back for his Intercontinental title? Does he win the Royal Rumble this time? Does he finally get his? Is he going to be back by then? I mean, what happened? Do they just drop? Okay, he's back. I mean, you have to put him in something meaningful. You have to. It, it's, it, it's unfortunate, but you have to put him in something big. You could have him go back for the Intercontinental title. You could have him take the U.S. title, I guess. If I mean, I, I think the Intercontinental title was perfect for him. Uh, Ryback did what he could. I think Kevin Owens can really take it there. I think he, Kevin Owens really could make that belt pretty meaningful. But again, again, Dean Ambrose was not a bad choice for that. He was definitely deserving. He keeps getting like looked over that intercontinental title story at wrestlemania if you remember that was his story he's the one that came out with i was looking at the pictures in connecticut at wwe headquarters i was looking at all the champions on the wall and i'm gonna go get this chant and then he starts going after uh, wade barrett and then everybody starts stealing the title and then daniel bryan wins it all right that was that was a last minute decision and that was Dean Ambrose's story. That should have been his title. It should have been his title, in my opinion. That was his. That was his story. That was his run. Um, <sighs> Dean Ambrose. Yeah, you could have Dean. Who Dean Ambrose versus? Okay, so for for Kevin Owens, I think Neville would be fun. 
Um, and Alberto Del Rio, Cesaro. There, the because the, then you, yeah, okay, there. Kevin Owens. Those are my who I think would make for great matches at Survivor Series for the title. Cesaro versus Alberto Del Rio, and Adrian and Neville. I'm sorry, Neville versus Kevin Owens. That's okay. All right. Is that good? That's that's who I think. So right now, um, leaving this show for Survivor Series, uh, we're gonna have potentially, potentially, none of this is booked. Potentially, Bray Wyatt, the Wyatt family versus the uh, Brothers of Destruction with Finn Balor and maybe Baron Corbin. Uh, you're gonna uh, a, 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 a Shield triple threat for the title. Alberto Del Rio versus Cesaro and Kevin Owens versus Neville. That's that's a good Survivor Series so far. And the Usos probably versus the New Day. Um, so this said, you know, I think the Lucha Dragons deserve a chance too. I think they do. And you know what? Let's get some traditional Survivor Series match in there. Let's get and maybe let's 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 keep it traditional to a point too. I want let's keep it traditional and. Uh, okay, Charlotte. Who's Charlotte going to be going? I mean, this thing with Paige seems to be kicking off a little bit. So maybe Charlotte versus Paige for the title. I think that would be appropriate. It seems Team Bad has started picked her feud with Natalia, so maybe we'll get Sasha Banks versus Natalia, and then we can get Charlotte versus Paige. Let that feud go on for a while, and then you can carry it over. As I was talking about, I think on Raw, the Raw Recappuccino this week, which you can just go back and listen to. You put Charlotte in a feud with Paige. Let that run for a couple months. Let Sasha Banks go with Natalia. Maybe feud with a Bella here and there, and then Charlotte versus Sasha Banks for the title WrestleMania. Sasha wins. I mean, that way Charlotte had the tight, you have a good seven month run and then you can put it on Sasha Banks, let her go with it and then let that feud go. And then maybe have Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks next fall, like maybe next SummerSlam or something. Maybe you get Bailey in there by, the, I don't know. Um, all right. I think that's everything for this week. Thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you for listening. I do appreciate it. Again, follow me on Twitter. If you're still listening, there's no reason to not follow me on Twitter. Let me know you're listening. Uh, say hi. Let me know how your shows were this weekend. Let me know what you thought of all the live shows, uh, the SmackDowns and the, the Raws, the Hell in a Cell. Go follow me on uh, iTunes at the Yes Talk. Rate, subscribe, review, five stars, kind words. Thank you, Kaufman guys. Thank you, Kaufman girls. Uh, I'll talk to you next week. Rock out with your talk out. Peace. <laughs>